Hello, everyone. It is Craig Shoemaker. That's me. The podcast is called Enlightened Up. You should get the idea on what this is about, just from the title. I hope so. Uh, we would be Enlightened Up, which most people say, but it was taken, so I had to add the ED. You always, always have to make adjustments, like Craig Shoemaker can't just have that. Someone purchased that on all my socials. So I'm the love master on Twitter, official Craig Shoemaker over here, craigshoemaker.com over there, the .org. I can't get somebody gets it. They'll charge me $10,000. No, I'm not paying you for my name. Should be unique. Quite a few Craig Shoemakers, actually. I've met through the years. Anyway, look, I just got back from a trip. I'm a little cranky. But that doesn't matter because it's all about enlightening up. We need to enlighten up. I've seen it now more than ever because I was in Las Vegas. And, boy, there needs to be some lightning there. There's many neon lights there, many fake lights, not a lot of light from within. That's what we're about. I was talking to our guest about this in the other room. Is I kind of te- – well, not kind of – I teach people how to find their own sense of self and their own sense of humor. I teach – and I was able to recently go to see one of my clients who spoke in front of a – group of real estate agents. It was really cool. It was like, uh, I gave birth to this new guy. People are going, what's up with Matt? Jeez, he's funny. He's never funny before. I was like really proud. I was able to bring that out in him. It was really cool. So I was talking to our guest about, uh, about her taking classes before in comedy, but that was specific to comedy. I don't believe, I believe we all have a sense of humor. We all have a great sense of self. We all have the light. We have the levity. We have that energy within all of us. It's a matter of tapping into it and how do we do that. That's what I teach in that course. By the way, you can go to commandtheroom. I don't even know the damn address. <laughs> Maybe dot net. I'll go to my website and you'll see and maybe you'll sign up for a course. Maybe our guest will sign up for a course. Who knows? Denise Carter is with us. And I've never had a guest before. As I'm getting on about to do this, I, I find a, a your business card over here. <laughs> She's handing me her business card. You're already booked. Uh, you don't need to give me your, your card. I already have your information. Well, I just wanted to be ready just in case you needed me for something. You have on the ready you everything mean, you need. You mean during the podcast I'm going to need you? Yeah, yes, yes, just I'm, to be I'm, ready. I'm going to I'm going to contact you with comedian. <laughs> oh, you had to put comedian Denise Carter on there. You couldn't get Denise Carter Gmail. No, I wanted to make sure I got that part right. And, and it says comedian, like the spelling, uh, so... I think about 20 years ago, they said it's, it's, it's kind of like a transgender thing, you know, not transgender, but I don't even know what the word I'm looking for, but it's, it's, it's both. It's male and female. Right. It's, it's spelled I-A-N, where it used to be comedienne. Yes. You know, the French. Kids. Yes. Yes. The comedienne. It had to be the female or the male. Now it's the same with actor and actress. Actress is kind of going away too, isn't it? Yes. Most people say actor. Right. Even if it's a female. By the way, not to sway in a different direction, but I have someone I have got to talk about just for two seconds. Go I, for it. And I was going to post this. I think one of the most underrated actors out there who is brilliant in everything she does, Sarah Paulson. Do you know who that is? No. Wow. This woman is unbelievable. I'm watching this. I love true crime stuff. I'm watching this whole uh, story about Monica Lewinsky. I have love you seen, Monica Lewinsky. And she plays... Linda Tripp, the one who's who dimed her out and everything right. recorded her, and she's and she she played Marsha Clark before in another one of these true crime FX things, whatever it's called. She is absolutely she's beyond belief. She's the most brilliant actor 
going right now. Wow. Do you have anybody do you have anybody that you watch Denise you just go, "Wow, that is something I aspire to be that good." Someone that's just like an Someone that that really um resonates with me right now, I have to say Tiffany Haddish is somebody that I'm seeing yeah. changing who she is on screen. I don't know if that makes sense. But it does make sense. Yeah, yeah, she's really honing her acting chops. She really is. Okay. Yes. But you wouldn't put her in the brilliant category. No, right? no, 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 no. I'm not going to tweet it out. The most brilliant no, 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 actor, no, no, no. you know. Do you have one that you just go, like Gary Oldman for me, he nails every part. The people that nail every part, um, that you just go, wow, man, that is just brilliance. I love brilliance, by the way, when you people know, are up You know what? Level. I have to think about it. I just can't. I don't know the real name of the person. Oh, really? Yeah. you know, Because well, they're, they're into the role so much. Right, they're into the role. I don't know the name of the <laughs> you real person. You could say, oh, when this person played a bum. Uh, can you say bum anymore? I'm so sick of <laughs> you have to be careful political correctness. You Everything. You have so to. do you really think But you know you what? The bums careful? aren't watching or listening to Right. This. <laughs> they're out on the street. They probably don't have any internet access. That's what I'm saying. I can say anything I want. Same with the Amish. I'll say anything I want. They're not watching. <laughs> so the people that aren't watching and listening are bums. Homeless or whatever. <laughs> I love I love being a little bit in, incorrect. I just like to be incorrect because it, it's kind of like you're, you're just laughing at it. Yes. It's, it's insane it's, right now. It's not like you're a bad person. That's the whole thing, isn't it? Isn't it really about, like, the intent? Like, we know someone who's racist. Right. You can tell. Yeah. But, like, if you watched All in the Family growing up, you know, <laughs> they, they were teaching us about racism and leaning you people would follow that probably half of them were probably going hey Archie he's talking like I, I talk Archie right <laughs> right but I I think growing up we watched it and I didn't really think about it that way yeah but now because we're woke right, right. and everybody's talking about all this it's insane that people are so fixated on the bigotry of all the things that are coming out it's just yeah. I mean it's just incredible I I you know, I grew up in a blended family. My father was married three times, and first it was a black woman, then it was a white woman, then it was a Hispanic woman. So we really didn't see color lines like that. Wow, that's 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 the new Brady Bunch. <laughs> yeah, we call them the international lover. <laughs> Did you have to have a translator? <laughs> the international lover. No, it was just it wow. Was just one of those and things. you lived with these women, these different yes. uh, mothers. Or? Yeah, well, two of them we lived with, and then the other one he married after I was grown and had moved out. Okay, so the one you were with that uh, was kind of became like a mom figure. Was she white or she was white, and she she didn't like us getting whoopings. Like that was a thing. You don't spank your kids, but we got spanking. We knew. Like she went to a point where she called the um, social services on him for spanking us, but we knew to say we don't know what she was talking about. We knew better. That's just wow. the way it was in, in, in our household. There was a football player that was really he lost his career for a while because of that, because it was so ingrained in the culture that that's what you do. You oh, know, yeah. you get a, you get a whooping. Right. So would you say that's like an African-American or black thing? Is, I would say so. Yeah. Because and, and your dad's just doing it because that's what we do. Yeah. My dad took it to a whole new level though. He, he would make us get on our knees like if we were in a praying position on the couch and he'd turn on Barry White and he'd go to town and tell us what I we didn't do laugh, right. But it was, it was, 
This is one of those things. That, now I know why people don't laugh at some things I say because it's dark of the things that happen to me. Now I get it because you're laughing about it. I'm laughing about it now. And I am too. You know? But if we did that now, we'd be in jail. But I'm just yeah, saying, you know, yeah. but we all turned out all right. And I think we understood because he didn't want to hear us crying because it hurt him to whoop us. But we had to get a whooping for whatever we did. Did he ever say to you, this hurts me more than oh, it hurts you? All the time. Yeah. that's. that's I that's guess that's thing. the sentiment that's passed on. I'm like, yeah, give me the belt. Let's see. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I got whoopings too. And, and, um, I learned, I it was, I'm fortunate that I, I married someone who really taught me. It's not even an option. Now I can't even imagine hitting my kids. Now I used to, when I first had my first child, I could imagine it because that's what you do to stop them from doing whatever it is. Right. But then this consciousness comes in. And I think that's what I want to talk to you about also is again, it's about intent and it's about learning. This is what I don't like about cancel cultures. You cancel them so fast before you give them a chance to woke them, wake right. them, and have them learn from it. Right. Like, like that's not a good word. I'll give you, I'll give you, uh, see if you know this word. I just found out that this is inappropriate. It starts with T. Do you know what it is? It's identifying a group of people. It starts with T. And I had no idea. All right, let me just go a little further with it. Rhymes with granny. <laughs> Uh, I'm not sure about the word because I was thinking you were going to say like what transgender type of well that no I'll say it well it rhymes with granny and it starts with t oh tranny yeah is see that you a, can uh, well, I, so now you didn't know it was a bad word is that a bad word <gasps> I love this I've been I've been working on this see this is I've been trying to say this to people the person who told me Jill Kimmel you know Jill so wait backstage she goes hey Craig you got to cut that word. And thank God I didn't say it on stage because I my career would be cut wow. from saying it. By the way, just note, folks, I have still not said it today I, I <laughs> because said I learned it, my lesson. But you I didn't said know. It. I didn't know, and I don't want it's, my career to go down the tubes because it's just getting started. But you probably you probably wouldn't happen for you any because you're a female and black, right? So look, I'm I'm <laughs> like my, my friend D.L. Hughley. He goes, I ain't feeling sorry for you. But I said, look. We're now the targets of white guys. Yeah, isn't that something? He said, oh, yeah, welcome to the club. He said, I said, I'm not asking you to feel sorry. I'm just stating a fact that uh, white men are not wanted right now. Yeah, because we get the label. But this is, it's all part of this learning process. And this is where I love for people to go in their enlightenment. It's like, I mean, you didn't, you weren't aware of it either, no, this word. It was I, so bad. You know, the baddest word that I heard, and I didn't even mm -hmm. know that was a bad word, was cunt. Whoa! I, I had no idea. Is it okay that I say that? I just wanted to tell you that I I didn't know it was a bad word. Stop it. I'm not kidding. My white friends, I got a lot of white friends. I don't have a lot of black friends, but I got a lot of white friends. Uh -huh. And they were like, she said the C word. I'm like, what's the C word? No. And they were like, cunt. And I was like, is that a bad, bad oh, word? Oh, you say it like with, with conviction. What? I didn't know it was English a, people actually use it like it's nothing. That's what I heard. I had oh, no, that guy's a fucking cunt he is. <laughs> I mean, if you say it like that, see, I can get away with it. Right. But I had no idea. Like, it was the cut your neck off. I'm done with you. Oh, You're yeah. dead to me. That is. I had no clue. It's all relative, though. It's like it means nothing over in England. And yet here, it's just this word that will absolutely cancel you from any conversation or any relationships. Oh, yeah. You absolutely. cannot use that word. No. I mean, you know. <laughs> By the way, so, folks, I said it in a different <laughs> accent, okay? I was playing a character. It was not me who said the C word. 
and it was my guest who started it. I just want you to know. I keep doing that. Um, and if you're listening and not watching, she is black, <laughs> and she's a she. Okay, I just want that straight now. I That's got a who really said deep it. voice. I can sound like a man. Yo, what's up? What's up? <laughs> wow, that was Shaquille O'Neal. What's, what the hell was that? <laughs> I'm sorry, did, I, Craig didn't say that. I, so, yeah, it's really, this is where we are. And then, and you have decided now to enter the comedy <laughs> business. I know that's probably... The, I, Out yeah. of your mind. I'm gonna, I know. I'm, the reason I have you here is I want to stop you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Uh, thank you. No, I, I, I don't. I have you here because you're talented. And you will not believe this. I've saved this for the air. i saved this for this. You're also here because someone actually... An audience member is a big fan of yours. Really? Who's a fan of mine, yeah. And she, out of the blue, said that I should have you on my podcast. Are you kidding? Yeah, isn't that cool that you have, like, this fan that's, like, so behind you? She's, you know, and I have big acts on here, you know what I mean? Like, wow. you know, high-level, you know, Oscar-nominated actors, and then she's going, no, this is who you need to have. You need to have Denise Carter on your show. Well, I feel privileged. Isn't that cool? I should show you the Facebook message. There's a private message saying you should, I'm a big fan. She's really great, and I mean, so you got someone out there, one, at least one. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if she's black. She's not. Oh, well, that's no. good. She's white. Yes. Well, that's awesome. And she's been following me for years, and now she believes that you and I should be hanging here, and so that's why you're here. She's one of the reasons. I already wanted to have you. Actually, I already asked you before. You, you did that's what was me. weird was that, yeah, I had asked you, and then she said this. Wow. Isn't that strange? Yeah. So that's she's seen you your show a number of times, and which is really says something about you and your growth because you have not been in it that long. Nope. How long have you been doing this? Since 2013. Yeah, it's not long. They say you need 20 years, 15 years. To get Is it that going. what they say? That's what they say, but I don't know who they are. No, we've never met they. <laughs> oh, by the way, that's another thing. People are they have Now we have a whole other category. The pronouns. Are they the they that we're talking about now? There really are they's now. For years we said they say. Yeah. But now it's truly, I have a friend who has a they, kid, who I only knew as a girl, and now is a they. Well, I. So I can't say, how's your daughter? I, I say, what's. How's they doing? Well, it's How's kind they of doing? An interesting thing. <laughs> you know, I work with a woman and I noticed in her emails at the end of it, it said pronouns, colon, her, his, her, mine, or something. And I thought, wonder what that means? Because I didn't know. Yeah. So I saw her in the kitchen by the water cooler and I said, hey, can I ask you a question? What, is, what does that mean? She's like, well, I hope mm -hmm. I can say this on air because she's like, I just don't want to be associated with somebody who has a pussy. And I was like, <laughs> That's what she said. And I was like, is that like a thing? She was like, yeah, it's a big thing. I just want to be me. And I, I was shocked. I, 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 then I went and I was like, okay, so I probably should be asking people like this at work in the, ki in the kitchen. You know what's funny about that story is you were concerned about saying that word, but no problem with the C word. So I don't know if I could say this on the air. You, it's actually a word that could mean cat has other meanings. Cunt has no, whoops, I said that English. Cunt has no other, no other meaning except for that, okay? Chip, chip, chidio. <laughs> Carry on. That was so funny. Like, I had no clear idea that it was a big thing. And now that I know that, I'm a little more, when I see her, I'm like, is she she, her, him? Yeah. Who is she today? Because like, I, she's like, well, it just means, you know, when you go to the bathroom. And you notice that it says gender neutral. That's what it means. And I was like, 
here's here's a big missing element: sense of humor. People don't have a sense of humor. Yeah, you have to have a sense of humor about it because, listen, I am really into people. I have big empathy for people who have been technically or not technically serially oppressed. Right. Like I'm way into that cause. So you're into the black people that exactly, have been, exactly so that, and you know, and several other, you know, and and yet. We've got to be patient. We have to have some more patience and some more laughter about the transition that's going on, right. literally and figuratively. No, I get it. Like, I, like I, have, I have a friend I grew up with, Kathy, and now she's Kathleen. I can't say it. And I'm not a bad guy because I'll go, hey, Kathy. Oh, sorry, Kathleen. Right. You know, I, I, she, first of all, she doesn't look like a Kathleen. She looks like a Kathy to me. <laughs> but the same thing with the, anything. Like, I'm friends with Bruce Jenner for years. Now, Get mad at me. That's who I know is Bruce Jenner. I knew Bruce Jenner for years, 30 years golfing together, getting to know. And now I make mistakes on who that is now. So what do you? I said I ran into her. <laughs> Look, I got that down now. Okay. Thank God you had some patience with me on getting that down. Right. You have known somebody for 30 years as one thing. Forgive me. Okay. There's got to be some forgiveness here, some leeway. On the white guy who you want to just go after anyway, it's like, just give it a break, okay? Laugh about my that I said the other day, hey, bro, when are we going to golf? <laughs> I said, bro, three times. And I realized every one that I did, but I called people bro. I called him bro was when him he was black? in. Was uh, him black? What? Was him black? Did you said bro? Caitlyn Jenner. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, I'm going to ask you now. You're black, right? Right. So can, I, can you, you bro a bro? Yeah, you can. I say bro all the time. So I, that's no matter like what the, new, the color that's is. That's a new thing now. I was it in is? Texas about two months ago, and there was I was visiting my kids, and they had some friends come over, and they kid, they said bro all day long. Yo, bro, what's up with that, bro? And I thought, is that the new saying? Let, let me tell you something. I am not kidding you. I was at the forefront of bro. Well, I've been broing for at least 20 years. That's my thing. Well, I'm thinking that. Better than dude. Yeah, I don't like I, really dude. I like bro. Well, the other one they're doing is bra. There's a difference. Yeah. What's the I do the full between? on. Well, bra is kind of like Hawaiian <laughs> or something like that. Hey, bra. 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 You know, but, but but that sounds like a brazier. I'm not going there. I'm going bro. Got, yeah, because you could get in trouble now, saying bra. I don't know. A bra. I don't know if I could do bro to a female, though. But then uh, again, I don't know if she is a female sometimes. And then we have that whole thing. That's it's really bad. This is where we are. This is where we are. This is the discussion that needs to be had, okay? And and you can get angry all you want. The I'm saying go to laughter. Go to laughter instead of the anger. We don't need the anger anymore. We've had enough of it, okay? I agree. You know, this is how you, we're going to get well together when we share laughs together, not our anger. Enough is enough. We're already at the point where everybody's so angry and having excuses for their anger. Which is serving no greater purpose. I agree with that. Is that why you got into comedy? Did you get into it to bring joy to people? What's your reasoning for doing something as stupid as stand-up comedy? Well, I actually got I'm into begging it. people to stop. Don't gender this business. I've been doing it too long. No, I'm, I'm, I'm semi-serious. But anyway, so I, what would drive you to do this? You, you know, it's a, that's a very good question. 
And people always say that. That's a very good question, right? When they're thinking about how they're going to answer. I love that you admitted that. I was about to say that. When they when they don't have the direct answer that's prepared, they go, okay, I'm going to stall a little here. But I go, that's a good question. Ah, I got it now. Okay, so, so go ahead. The, one of the reasons why I got into it is because I was or arguing with my siblings, and there's seven of us. And my father was on hospice, and they didn't believe in the direction of the pain medicine. And I said... <laughs> that doesn't make sense because when you have a child and the child is teething and um, once that child is teething, do you give them or gel to comfort them? Well, I, I, you give them a tit, <laughs> but I don't think you want to do that with your dad. Right, right, right. Although right, an international right. lover, maybe just bring in somebody from Asia. He didn't have any Asians, did no, he? No, he bring didn't. him an Asian tit. He would have yeah. been very happy. Probably he would have been able to <laughs> gnaw on that thing. But anyway, um, so that was one of the reasons why I looked in this newspaper after having this discussion and I saw become a comedian in six sessions, $350 at um, the comedy club. Mm -hmm. And I looked at him and I go, I should take this class and talk about your kids. He's like, ha, ha, yeah, you should. And that's kind of how it went. So he inspired you. He inspired me. Him on the way out. On the way inspired out. Inspired you. Yeah. And he never got to see you do stand-up. Not live. He was able to see my first five minutes because I brought he it did? on a DVD and put it in front of him. He was in the hospital bed, no. in the living room. It was a, it was a beautiful oh. experience. And he laughed. And every time someone, when he was, a, and up until the time he was able to speak, he would say, <laughs> tell that to Denise, tell her to put that in her show. And he would do that. Wow. And so, you know, my sister would call me, dad told me to call you and tell you this. And it was funny. It was like, you know, I'll give you an example. So I have a, a niece and uh, my daughter, my sister and I were always, you know, I told my daughter this, I told my daughter that. And she's like, does your kids know about a period? And uh, my sister's like, yeah, my daughter knows about a period. I think she's like 12. And she was like, Jazzy, come here. You know about a period, don't you? And she's like, yeah, duh, mom. It comes at the end of a sentence. <laughs> <laughs> so it was hilarious. And that went in your act. It went into the act. I love it. I, the truth is always the best. That's what I teach when I teach humor or comedy or whatever it is, is always lean towards the truth. It's an exaggerated truth, obviously. Right. But it, when it's ingrained in that, people know it naturally. Right. They can feel the vibe of this is true. Like when you just told me that story, I knew there was a truth to that. And it, it wasn't and just like a joke you read in a book. No. That always annoys me. It's like when people just like read a joke or something. It's like, really? Well, let's see you. Let's hear who you are, you know? So I, I think it's such a great experience you got to have with your dad. And then he passed away. Yeah. And, and he but passed away he, and I kept going. Yeah. And you, and you kept going. So and you're, it's almost like you're honoring him. Because did he have a good sense of humor? He had a great sense of humor. My dad worked in the restaurant industry. And... There was seven kids in the house, and him and my mom got divorced because he was an international lover, right? Right, right. And so um, he raised us on his tips. And basically, I saw how hard he worked, but he had to be jovial. So mm. in order in the restaurant industry, you have to keep people, you know, smiling, filling up their water glasses and telling stories and engaging with those families. So he went from being a dishwasher. He worked. I don't know. It, it was a place called the Colonial House in Oxnard. Martin V. Smith owned it. And he went from washing dishes to being a waiter to being a banquet manager until the place closed. So that's kind of how we grew up watching him jovial with everyone right always had a table it's set. the most attractive thing oh, yeah. is laughter is very attractive i always say it's like a magnet to people I mean, think about the people that you grew up with who's your best friend growing up felicia 
Wow, that was fast, right? Yeah. How many laughs did you share with oh Felicia growing we laughed, up? Laughed, cried, pissed on ourselves. Exactly. That's just, yeah. And that yeah. was probably one of the most beautiful things about our relationship. And um, she passed away a couple of years ago. Oh, and, really? And, and it was crazy because my sister and her were over at Cafe Fiora in uh, Ventura. They were laughing, came, coming out of there laughing because um, the guy that owns the Raiders, what's his, is it the Mark Raiders? Davis. Mark Davis. The Raiders or uh, the Cowboys, the Cowboys. Uh, Jerry Jones. Jerry Jones pulls up in the in the drive, the spot next to them. Oh, because they're in Oxnard. That's where they train. Yes. The Cowboys, yeah. They open the door and they're laughing because they're wanting to get in and they're laughing about. And then this guy comes up and like, hey, that's Jerry Jones. And they're laughing and laughing and mm-hmm. laughing about they had no idea who this guy was. Right. She starts coughing, can't catch her breath. It turns out she kind of had an asthma attack right there and pretty much aspirated and she ended up in the hospital and she passed away. No, not kidding. And it was laughter that got her. I don't even want to hear that story. Well, I'm just, you know, I always tell people, I (laughs) was going, Hey, if you're going to die, die laughing. Well, she really did. Yeah. You've got it. It's that's, I always talk about, I have an organization called laughter heals. Listen, let's, let's just forget about Felicia and that story. Let's (laughs) something else. So is, you grew up in the Oxnard area, right? And you had a, a group called Mixed Nuts. Is that uh, so? Mixed Nuts was a play that I, I was a play. It was a play that I was uh, uh, a part of. That they gave me an opportunity to uh, to do a scene and do a little bit of comedy uh, in this club scene. And it was funny. I took my mother to this play. This is uh, after you're a comedian, though. Yes. Okay. And so I took my mom to this this play, and she's sitting in the front row, and there's like an action scene where the guy's beating up the woman and pulling her hair. And my mom starts, she's all into it. She's literally ready. I'm going to open up a can of whoop-ass on you. <laughs> and I'm like, shh, shh, in the front row. And then they started throwing money because they were in a club, uh-huh. and she's like grabbing the money. Like, she's putting it in her pocket. Like, she just grabbed two or $300. Hilarious. It was, it was, it was the best time ever. Yeah. It, la- laughter, though, is it's. I just think it's, it's just diminished. You know, its value. I mean, we really don't. You know, we put more value on Bitcoin and these Ill- illusionary, you know, fungible tokens and. <laughs> How much are we putting value on joy and guffaws and grins and giggles? I mean, when you're with your friends, I mean, this is like what we talk about. But out in the world, that's not what the world talks about. Well, Almost think, like a private thing that we have. I, I think it's changed oh. a lot since um, the pandemic. I think it just changed. Yes. I mean, people kind of went into their own little sections or their, yeah. they were very, very close knit. We're like, oh, I'm I'm not going nowhere. I ain't catching that shit. You know? Well, yeah. And then you they know? and they were just living with one another. Right. And so now, you know, I used to do a Zoom with my family members till they finally got tired of just like, hey, nobody coming on but me today, huh? <laughs> and they all lived all over the place. But they, I think they just kind of got tired and they just became with, you know, very confined to themselves. That's what I think. And um, it's, and, it's. And a, now you think comedy's changed because there's such a need for it. Right. People After need, being. People yeah, my wife this. books me on the road now. She said, get him out of here. He'll take half. I don't care. <laughs> I don't. He's a bowling alley? Yeah, he'll take two, which I just did two bowling alleys in Michigan, by the way. So. How was that? <laughs> next, a bowling alley? Literally, did people show up, literally? Well, it was next to a bowling alley. Oh, okay. I could hear the, the pins being struck down. I was like, where did my career go? But people really do 
need to laugh now more than ever. So that's where we are. We're in this place where it's needed and people who do show up, show up in a great way. Like we're celebrating life. Right. And I, I get that. But I also noticed that there are more people starting to have drag queens at some of these comedy clubs as a show, either after the comedy show oh, or in the middle yeah, of the day. Very I, popular. There's, it's a big thing now. It is. Yeah. But, you know, I went to one, you know, I just got to uh, tell you, I went to one. Uh-huh. It, it was, um, I forget the guy, Andy something. He's doing one at Levity. Um on on Sunday. And what was interesting to me when I went, I didn't really know what to expect. Do you know it's a good thing I had some money because it's like a strip club. Oh, you have to pay them. You have to, when they come around. Yes, you're Tips. just yes. That's all you're doing. They're dancing and entertaining. I mean, I wish they did that in the comedy because you could dance around the table and they give you money. Yeah, do it's a not, little joke around the table. Yeah, no, no, but no. You see how we're we're so low on the totem pole. We yeah. don't get reviewed. No. We don't get tips. Nope. Once in a while, oh geez, I just remembered somebody handed me a five dollar bill and it was the other day in Brea and it was made into a shape of a flower. <laughs> And I, I said, this is a beautiful piece of art, but I need the money. Sorry, this flower is going to be popped by. <laughs> I didn't know what to do with it. It was a beautiful, like, you know, uh, it was just folded in a, a Japanese, uh, uh, with a, oh, my God. I'm no, I know me. exactly what you're talking about. You, yeah, I, I was going to call it kabuki, but it's, <laughs> why, I even have some out there that I did myself. I'm blanking on the name. This happens sometimes. We're, I think our minds are so filled Yes, we're, I agree. We're, we're, they're overfilled now. You know what I mean? Like, it, uh, it's just, I'm stalling because I'm still trying to figure out the name of that. Uh, <laughs> but before when social you, media. When you fold the paper together. Come on. What's it called, Gordon? Origami. Origami. What's wrong with us? You didn't get or- it either, by no, the way. No, I have one of those origami owls, like a necklace or you something. You even have an origami. You didn't yeah, know I the didn't name know, of it. I didn't My know where you were, you were going. Was- Our minds are, are so filled with the social media. Ugh. Everyone thinks that we need to know everything about them. Uh, we need to see what you're eating for dinner. I, I watch people <laughs> walking by a flower. They take a picture of the flower like it's going to be in the Louvre next week. You know, They're shot on their iPhone of that flower with the light. Oh, look at this. They're going to have an exhibition next week like they're an artist. Everybody thinks that they're – and everybody wants to be famous. Yeah. So there's no room left in my brain for any more names. There's no room for anything. I, I, I got put in uh, Twitter jail the other day. They <gasps> said I can't – Put any ads, but I was thinking, I don't remember putting an ad on Twitter, but apparently I did something I wasn't supposed to do. All I was doing was tweeting about the show uh, that I could think of. Whoa. I was tweeting about the um, the show at the Canyon Club uh, yeah. tomorrow night, and then I got a thing this morning saying, you can't run any more ads. I'm like, I didn't run an ad. I was just kind of tweeting. <laughs> just tweeting. Wow. Yeah, I did. That happened to me on Facebook. I didn't know you what? could not. You cannot. Um, you cannot share with multiple groups. Um, apparently, oh, I did yeah, that. I didn't know down. that. I guess you could only do three. Well, I was just out of control. Like, well, <laughs> shit. Let's just do Ventura County. Let's do eight hundred five. I just that's what I do. And, yeah. and I had no idea you could not do that. Well, you can tag a certain amount of them. And by the way, so here's here's the formula. I'll give okay. it to you. Okay. I, I can't believe I'm giving this away. Oh, I and I can't it. believe me, the technophobe, <laughs> the the moron when it comes to technology. I've come up with the how I can blast through their. Because they stop you if you're promoting. They want you to pay for ads. So if you say, I'll be in Brea, which I was last week, right? Right. I'll be in Brea on this date, you know. They catch that, and only four people see it. 
So how do you get the people to see it? Here's how you do it. You put the, you put the stats, you know, what you want them to see, and then you go, you find out where the people live, and then you tag them, but you can only tag 10 at a time at the most. So you go, hope to see you there in the comments, and then you tag, tag, tag in the comments. Another comment, hey, I'll be there. Hope you are. You know, it's like some other form of right. that, and then tag, 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 and it's the only way that they're going to see this, and they still block it. So wow. Facebook is not there to help us anymore. Wow. Yeah. So Interesting. Unless you pay some big dollars for advertising, it's the only way. But I can't believe Twitter did that. I've never heard of that before. You're yeah. promoting a comedy show? Yes. And it was, you know, healing. Laughter heals. Oh, my God. Yes, that's what I was promoting. And I found it to be kind of interesting because I thought, I don't remember running an ad. But what happened is I think because multiple people were commenting on, oh, way to go, you know, uh -huh. that's awesome, that maybe that spun into something I wasn't paying for. That's the only thing I can think of. Either that or somebody commented and said, you know, um, <laughs> Anthony Fauci is the devil or something. <laughs> I don't know. Something. You can't say. There's certain things you cannot approach anymore. Isn't that sad? You can't even question, like, what's going on with the pandemic. Like, I've tried. I have some logical things. And, oh, my God, do I get attacked? I know, like, it's, like the like the mask thing. Like I'm in Vegas. They're like, mask. Put your mask on, sir. Put your mask on. But when you sit down, there's water in front of you at the restaurant. Now, COVID doesn't spread anymore. It made a cone around you suddenly just by having a pretzel in front of you. So it makes no sense whatsoever. So now I walk around like eating a pretzel. <laughs> That's funny. But, but but it's it's ridiculous. But I can't say that on social media. I saw you can't say any of the insanity that's going on out there right now. Yeah, this guy was on the airport in the in the airplane in this commercial, and he's like, "Oh, still eating," and then he pulls out a sandwich, still eating there, and, and, and consistently. There was a commercial. It, it was a commercial. I want to say it was a commercial. Either I saw it on the internet, really, or I saw it on TV. It might have been the internet. I got nailed for that, by the way. On I was in first class. Guy comes up, I know you're a frequent flyer, sir, but there's been complaints that you're eating too slow. <laughs> Like they finish their meal and then they get jealous of me that I'm, I'm still taking bite by bite on my cheesecake. Yeah, I swear to God, they they wow. the guy said you're gonna have to put your mask on, sir. I mean, it is absolute. So it didn't. So during when everyone else is eating, COVID stops. But now that when you're done, COVID's back. So you gotta put that mask on. But if I said this, I'd be in jail. I'd be in Twitter jail or Facebook jail or Instagram jail if you say something like that. Isn't that something? It is. And people just, we're such lemmings right now. We just. There's just, too much. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm, you know, there's there's this thing going on with this comedian, right, on online. People are pissed about some things that he said. And Chappelle? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We well, can say it. Okay. Well, shit, I don't know. I, 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 I Early I was like, ooh, I said cut. That was a bad word. And then I said well, something. Well, listen, let, let me tell you something. <laughs> and, and anybody's meter. Uh, the C word and the C world being Chappelle, we're being Chappelle. I think you're okay. Okay. I don't good. think there's anybody going, oh, oh, whoa, whoa. Did you hear that? After 20 minutes ago, they heard the C word and, and now you just said Chappelle. You think they're now going to tune out or, 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 or try to cancel you? No, you can say it's a great controversy to discuss. You know, I think for, for me, I've, I've got friends that I've, that they dress, you know, transgender, or they may be, or they might mm -hmm. be transitioning. And, you know, I never even thought about it. So when I saw the special, I thought, oh, 
damn, that was good. I love the way he crafted it. And then when I saw the backlash, I, I kept hearing about it. I'm thinking, I didn't see what everybody else saw. Yeah. Well, so I'm was, glad you didn't because if I say that, oh, the white guy, you wouldn't know no, anyway, I, I, straight I, white man. Right, but I, I didn't see what everyone saw. But, you know, as you listen to more people and they have their opinions, the 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 the, the thought is when he gave his uh, five minutes on Instagram the other day, I, I thought about what he was saying is that basically it's, you know, a corporate thing. They want to control what he says, that control the dialogue. Yeah. And when you think about you talking about laughter heels and you talking about all these different things, why come you just can't say what you want to say? Freedom of speech, but of it depends course. on who you are. Like you have to be careful, right? Because you're a white guy. Yeah. yeah. But as a he black He doesn't girl, have to be as, and you don't have to be as careful. Because, I mean, and I love that you're telling the truth. That's the truth. Right. That's just what's out there. But people get angry if you even say what that truth is. You should never be you know, uh, chastised or, or demonized for telling the truth. If it's your experience and your truth. I, again, I think a lot of it has to do with where we're coming from. Right. Like I always have goodness involved in what I say, even if I'm negative on something like the mass stupidity. Right. I'm saying that because, Hey, let's wake up folks. I think this is really stupid. You know, it's, it's, it's actually even, it's even causing more joy because there's a lot more joy for not wearing your damn mask. Oh. <laughs> so oh my that gosh. thing is not causing joy. It's causing us to get in line with their all of their standards that are ever-changing, that make no sense. And that's what comedians are supposed to do. And what are they doing? They take Chappelle, and what he says is, I'll debate you, but watch the damn special. Because right. if you watch it, you're going, well, what, did, what did he say? Did he say something like, yeah, you should go beat them up? or No. They, they're not one of us. Did you hear what one of his standards is? He said, "Oh, um, did you have to watch Ga the show?" Gatsby, is that her name? What, what's her name? Oh my God! He says to what? He says you have to still admit that she's not funny. So I googled her, and I, no, I, I didn't. I went to YouTube and watched a special, and I'm sitting there going, "Come on, Craig, you're a woke guy." Let's see if he's if he's wrong about that. And no, he's right. She's not funny. <laughs> I have to Google that. I don't person. even think she's trying to. I don't. That's the whole thing. Is I'm going. It was like performance art. It was almost like. It was almost like uh, you couldn't even define her as a comedian. She wasn't really good. She was going for a lot of like really. And I'm not saying I'm not saying anything negative. Like she didn't doesn't she shouldn't be angry. She was voicing her anger right at like white men, and I get it. But it, again, he was right though. Not funny. Right. There was no. There was it, so the audience wasn't laughing either, and that's her audience. Wow. So that tells you that he has a point there. He's yeah. saying she's not funny. I get, and she's you know transgender, whatever it is. Yeah. I get them all. Look, pardon me if I can't even say LGBTQ. I can't even get them straight. The, the right. letters. It's it's a, it's a big thing. Okay, I, but I'm not. It's not like I'm not woke. It's just <laughs> I'm stupid. Okay. So just call me stupid. I had a guy in the audience the other night was mad at me for he goes, you make fun of stupid people. I go, so now oh they're on God. the list now? Stupid people are on the list? <laughs> I thought that we had free reign on stupid people. But I think that's where comedy comes in. I mean, you, you have to laugh at some of this stuff because, seriously, <laughs> you know, my husband, he's retired, and then he went back to work because he likes to electrocute his money. Yeah, he likes to go to Shoemash. And Did you say electrocute his money? That's when he put the money in a machine. and I've just, never heard that in my life. <laughs> well, it's like going to the casino. and I, Basically, it means burn it. Yes. He's just burning that money. But 
he doesn't like the N-word. And it's because he's 12 years older than I am. And I get it. He was he grew up in Alabama. He grew up in a city called Lonesome Bottom. Like that. <laughs> and it was really a lonesome bottom kind of town, right? And um, No bottom lonesome around the love master, baby. Yeah, that's right, baby. No bottom is... <laughs> We shun away from no bottom, baby. So he grew up there. And he, I, this is really weird to me to hear you say the words. He doesn't like the N word for some reason. He doesn't like What are you like talking it. about? Even I hate that word. Well, I'm just, well, I, let me, let me, okay, go ahead. let me, because of, I, I think it's because of his age group. Let's just say it that way. When he grew up, that's, that was derogatory. So yeah. now you got the rappers that say it <gasps> oh, every other true. day. And so when you see people, like he'll see a comedian, they'll use it. Some females, we walked into a club, not, couple days ago Actually, and the right. females like saying the n-word constantly, constantly constantly and you're like and he was like there's got to be another adjective that you can use like you wow. don't have to use that and i get it I, I get it that's one of his pet peeves not my pet peeve but that's his pet peeve yeah and so i i i, I asked him i said you know i see that you crunch when you hear somebody say that word yeah he said because when he grew up that's what it was such a negative situation for him when he grew up in the south sure and i get it absolutely I get it you know that's the thing though is like i said we're learning all the time i mean we had to learn like if you watch old movies like or old clips of like martin luther king the negro <laughs> just the ne i'm going hey bro i'm calling martin luther king bro bro you might want to cut the negro thing out okay I mean, but I mean, it's so it's that's what was so it was okay back then, right. you know. So it's it's ever changing, like, and it is very confusing. And now by the you way, don't say that. I Most love say I love African American now, but I I know. And by the way, they might not be American. No, that's what's weird about that. And people don't like that. You don't like African American. Some anymore. people don't like that saying African American. Yeah. How do you know that I'm African American? I might be from you know from California. somewhere else, or, or right, or or not American. You could be. What if you're from England? I think everybody would be okay with it if they just got their 40 acres in a mule. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say that to me. My dad had a cult of 75 mules <laughs> called Pocono Ventures on Mules. He got his share of mules. <laughs> And I got mule shit. That's about what I get. So you don't want to mention that to me. Got it. I never even thought about that. He got his his acres and a mule, but uh, I I just it's so oh my god it's it's a frustrating point in our lives that we are, but we're shutting down the comedians from expressing themselves like like Dave Chappelle, he's trying to tell true stories about his perspective on this, and and uh, you saw the special yes, right absolutely and him meeting this transgender and and that and was so beautiful it was so beautiful yeah but I looked her up and I watched her oh you did oh, my god not she funny. Was funny she was oh, funny. was funny she was funny and I was like oh my god this is funny. Wow. But I would have never looked at it had he not talked about it. Right. And it was just, and then when you, when you, um, I read the notes from, you know, her siblings, her family had written um, some things on social media. And I thought, wow, this is amazing. And for anybody not to understand based on what was said, like, you have to kind of judge, like, what the hell's wrong with you? Like, what are you thinking about as to yeah. where this information that's out there? And you're going to protest Netflix because of that? You know what? And it, 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 let's not pretend that this stuff doesn't exist. That's the whole thing is, like, you're pretending these words don't exist. You're, you're pretending prejudice doesn't exist. You can't live in a society like that. You have to acknowledge it. That's how you get better. 
So when you do something like a protest, by the way, you know what's going to happen. The reverse is more people are going to watch the special than ever. Right. You've just given free advertising because you're complaining to Netflix like you can't work under these conditions. You're not in a diamond mine in Africa, okay? Oh, no. You know, you I, can work in you. these conditions. And you can meet with him, which he's saying, let's meet on this and find out what it is that he said that was so offensive. That's what I don't understand. I didn't really notice what he said that was so offensive. Uh, yeah. I had to watch it a couple times. I'm like, okay, what did he say? Was this bad? Was this bad? Because, you know, as an aspiring comedian, right, I want to get there one day. And you ask yourself, you you know, I, no, I can't say the C word uh, too many times. <laughs> you already did. <laughs> but, yeah, we have a limit here. <laughs> but but I, I think what you, what you have to look at, you know, as an individual, it's your perspective. And if I see something that's funny, that's making me laugh, well, shit, I want to share it. And then when you share it, I'm like, hmm. I probably wouldn't have did that. <laughs> like I probably wouldn't have did that. I I literally, I got, <laughs> I got on a treadmill and the treadmill didn't work. And I thought the shit was funny. I didn't think it was funny at the time, but I thought it was funny. So I shared it in a joke. But you have to think about how many other people that are my size got on the treadmill and the treadmill was working and then it stopped. And the doctor looks at you like. Uh, how much do you, how much do you weigh? Is what he said. I'm thinking, fuck you. It's not about how much I weigh. I'm trying to get a stress test. So I, I, it was one of those things. Right. But I think about you know you being able to express that because if I can laugh at my own self, I think it's funny, and you yeah. should be able to laugh at that too. And uh, there are a lot of people that just you know there's a limit to their laughter. We don't know who we are anymore. It's pretty much That's that, it. and we're letting other people govern who we are, like literally govern. Like government, yeah, are telling us who we are now. Uh, mass media tells us who we are now. They tell us the conditions that we're under. They tell us what to be afraid of. They are dictating who we are. And I couldn't be more proud of the way I raised my kids is to just be who you are yeah. and not let other people tell you you're this or that. And it's amazing to watch. By the way, never beat my kids either. Back to that. I, I have no idea, like, even the logic behind it when you think about it. Like, you think we were both beaten, right? Right. It never taught me a lesson. There's the illusion that they tell you that this teaches you a lesson because it's passed down through generations. Right. But, again, the evolution is, like, no, this serves no good purpose. It only serves the purpose of you carrying that violence on and that anger on that you're not dealing with. So if you deal with your anger and your own resentments, this is growth. This is beauty. This is fantastic. That's where we need to get to. Not just being angry at one another, because now what they're doing in the cancel cultures, they are whooping you. Wow. They are whooping you with no good purpose. The purpose is to cancel you out in your voice, which is all we have. So it makes no sense that that's what they're doing, just like it makes no sense to beat you with a belt. It, huh. Neither one make any sense. You know that it, it does. It, that's interesting that you put it that way because I, I get it. Um, my children, who now have children, yeah, um, their their thing was I, I'm not going to beat my kids. I'm like, I think that's great. They did, yeah. yeah. The, so stopped they're doing, in this generation, but they yeah. both but they both married white men too. You know, like <laughs> they, they don't whoop. They put their kids in timeout. I'm like, shit, we don't do timeout around here. Now that but, doesn't work, by the way. Timeout, <laughs> no. I, um, I would put him in a timeout, my first child, and I would leave the room. He followed me out of the room. I go, what are you doing? He goes, timeout's over. And then I go, well, now what do I do? Go get me something to beat you with? No, that's not going to work. Yeah, I mean, so the timeout, is, again, we're learning as we go. We're adjusting because the timeout really doesn't work. Right. But other things do, like having patience or listening to them or really, 
or stopping your own. Here's the thing is, and we need to do this in life too. We need to stop and pause. And listen. Listen to our insides. Mm. Listen to your true source, your higher source. It will always inform you in a much better way than reactive. The reactive is where we are right now. We're in reactive mode. Yeah. There's, you know, like a nuclear reactor, no good when it's, you know, firing off. It's just, so if you take that pause, I call it, you know, it's like a sacred pause. Like you allow this breath in, this spiritus, Latin word for breath. You allow that, your responses are going to be so much better and more effective. And the same on stage, by the way. I agree. I think that a more I've I've gotten more into meditation and breathing. Yeah, there you go. Um, because you know, because my doctor said that's probably a good thing to do. And I was reading this book called Undo It, mm-hmm. and what it does is uh, if you follow this methodology, you could uh, undo high blood pressure, undo high cholesterol, good. undo all these different things, and basically plant-based diet is what they're saying and you know and that's kind of what i've started adapting into have you really yeah and actually you know first i lost 10 pounds i was like what the hell is this this is yeah, new shit. Yeah. but you know it, and it's great the in my culture though we gravitate to you know chicken oh, yeah. <laughs> and 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 no red meat and all these different things and so i'm trying to to prove to myself just that this can this can change and it, a lot of it has to do with I had a family member that had a stroke. And after I looked at them and they said, I walked three miles away and look at me. And I thought, shit, I don't walk at all. Look at me. So a, a concept, I started thinking about right. it. And I went to my doctor and he's pretty much said, you know, plant-based lifestyle will change and undo these things. Yeah, well, that's a, it's a great point. But look how you were conditioned. Yes. You know, there are certain things, you know, uh, you know, you, you were conditioned, again, we were conditioned with the beatings, mm-hmm. but we're also conditioned to eat certain foods because if you come from no money, yeah, you have to eat these foods. That's all you have. And then and you have it in your mind. Everything on your plate. Everything on your plate and have seconds and devour it. Yep. Don't even use your teeth. <laughs> I eat like there's a larger animal chasing me. Like, whoa, <laughs> here's a rhino stared, trying to get my food. I'm going to shovel that food in there. And brum, brum, brum. I'm gonna wow! I'm just chowing that down, and that's what that's how I have been taught to eat. They always talk, you know, the mastication or whatever. They like chew your food. No, I'm not conditioned to do that. I'm not programmed right. to do that. You're not either. Mm-hmm. We're comp- we're programmed to eat starches, sugars, white shit. Yeah, you know. So my doctor told me to get off everything white. I'm like everything white. <laughs> like, yeah. What's your husband? He's black. Oh, he is. Okay. Yeah, but I, and I, then that's when I tell the joke. I'm like, including my boyfriend? <laughs> <laughs> right. I was thinking about that the, the other day. I've got, I've got a, a, a hunk of my act now. About I'm 14% African from Ghana, according to my DNA. So I'm trying to come up with all these jokes, and I have great ones, but you can't wander into, like, the prejudice stuff. Right. But there's some things that are common, like eating, you know, Starchy foods, you know what I mean, right? Yeah. That are pretty much, like you even said, my culture. If yeah. I talk to someone black, they always say my culture, my culture, yeah. right? But You're now that it's- Chitlins and black eyed peas. But now that it's my culture, though, but I look like this, I still can't say you, I'm having- You, you I'm got a tan, go, though. I, I, I was know. wondering if you had a little black in you, though. I do. I have a 14%. 14%, yes, yes. yeah. Well, I'll be honest with you. Is that a natural tan? I'll be honest with you. Oh, yeah, completely, yeah. I have no, I don't sun, whatever. <laughs> I ha- I've always been dark on the darker side, but now I've now I found out why. But I've also it's really strange. I don't know if I've ever talked to anybody about this. So I'm I'm talking to you, a stranger, about this. 
I have always connected resonant, a resonant thing with black people. You think that's because of your I don't heritage? know. I don't know because I never knew until recently. It's always been this way, wow. way more than white people. So now if I say something about white people, I'm being prejudiced too. But I will tell you in general, again, my culture, <laughs> my, my former culture, so I found out. I don't like white people as much as black people. It's, I hate to say that, but it's true. Do, do you know why, though? I mean, I'd love a- to talk to you about it. I don't know what it's what it's really about. I mean, I have my heart goes right whoosh, direct when there's a filter with white people. Your it, wife it, black? It, no, my wife's not black. Okay, I just was checking. No, yeah, and I never really went there romantically. Now that could have to do with a lot of factors. You know, that could have to do with like you know, guess who's coming to dinner. <laughs> Not going to go to my house, my house back home. That Michigan? Huh? No, I'm from Philly. Philly. I'm from Philly. I have no, I mean, that's a programming thing too, you know, but I just never really, you know, I've been with black women, but I've never really, never never on a steady basis. Got it. Stick uh, and move, huh? But there's, I I would, well, stick, 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 maybe. (laughs) Don't, Don't have me down to one huff puff squirt here. Stick and move. You just had one stick. I, I, I might have had a few sticks. Okay. Oh my and god! Then, that was so funny. And then run. <laughs> okay. So I, I, it's, I, it's something about you know. And then I watch programming, and my I cry more. You know, when I see something, it's the oppression I can't stand. It's the prejudice I can't stand. I wrote a poem actually recently, and I'm afraid to release it because white people are going to attack me. But it's about being in this white skin. And yet having such an affinity for it. It's just, I, I, but I, part of it's just like, just shut up and listen. Can you just say black lives matter and not run right to all lives and all that kind of stuff? Just say, just acknowledge, just, just do that. Okay. You don't have to go right to you again. And that's what bothers me about white people. It's like this, this entitlement that, and things that we get away with by being white. I think about all the stuff. I was a criminal growing up major criminal really oh yeah i would absolutely be still in prison if i was black i know that for a fact but the things i get away with walking into stores and you know or or being in a jam like you know you're in the middle of somewhere your cell phone's out you can just walk up to hey can i use your cell phone if i was black i think about that you know what i mean so i just have always had this major compassion I don't know where I'm going with this, except for no, that's you happen to be black and I'm having a conversation. <laughs> no, so we were in Texas and my husband was flying to Alabama yeah. and he left his cell phone. Well, I realized after the Uber picked him up and took him to the airport that his phone was there. I couldn't call him. So he calls me from the airport. He, he finally got somebody to let him use his phone. But he said when he asked, the guy said, well, you can't use my phone. He's like, well, can you just call on speaker and let her know I left the phone so that she can mail it to me because he was going somewhere for two weeks. And he said the guy gave him a hard time, but eventually he yeah. found someone that was willing to do that. And I thought that was interesting that you use that as an uh Well, it, yeah, because white example. people are programmed a certain way. I was walking in New York the other day, and this guy said something, black guy coming up the other way. He said something, and, and I just did this automatic, you know, you know, go away. Kind of, you know, I, I said something like, I'm good. You know, immediately, and then I realized one step further, I go, he was saying, go Eagles, because I was wearing the Eagles thing. Oh, Another Philadelphian. So he's trying to bond with me. And I was like, get, get away from me. Yeah. We're programmed to be, of, be afraid of black people. Yeah. Because if you look at who does the programming on television, right, it's white corporations. So they choose the crimes that you focus on, right? So now we're taught that's a criminal. 
You'll never see the guy from Enron or whatever it is, some corporation that's in cuffs, you know, with a, some mugshot, will you? No. You're not going to see the. You're not going to see the white. Oh, the whites are always the victims, like the, you know, the women are always missing, you know. It's never Lucretia. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> we're focused. I know their names because we're programmed to know their names. These are people. It's a shame they were kidnapped or killed or whatever it is. Right. But the fact that I know John Benet Ramsey, Lacey Peterson, Natalie Holloway, I know these names. And I don't even watch television. Wow. Because they program us wow. in that way, but they're not focused on there's so many other, you know, black women and children that are kidnapped or whatever it is, but we don't pay any attention to it. But we do pay attention to the black men on television that are going to jail. Yeah. You know, and so that's how we're programmed. So we're afraid. And I'm one of them too. Because they're not going, he's 14%. <laughs> <laughs> Walking down the street, they're going, Oh, he's one of us. There's nobody saying that with me. But so, anyways, it's just there's something, it's like a deeper thing. I'm not really sure what it is, but I feel more connected. To black people. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, I hate to say it, more real. Yeah. Does that sound you right? You know, I think, I think, now keep in mind, I'm a middle child and there's eight kids. Yeah. And, you know, all my brothers, I have four brothers and four, four there's four girls, four boys. All my brothers married white women. Really? Yeah. Well, one, my oldest brother, he he did, and then they got divorced, and then it was a white woman. But all of them married white women. That doesn't surprise me. Is it if you said your sisters married a white, a white dude? But my children, because both I, married white men. <laughs> your children married. Wait a minute, girls married girls. white men. Yes. Oh, look at that. Yeah. Well, see, there's there's an evolution. Yeah. <laughs> it's taking place, I guess. <laughs> How so about it's kind that? Of interesting. It's very yeah. interesting. Because you can see the other. Like my wife is from Japan, but it's reversed though. It's the it's not a Japanese what it's she has a Japanese father, an American mother. Got it. Like a like German descent or whatever it is. But um yeah, you know it's funny also when people say mixed race. Uh-huh. You know it's always if it's black. somebody black, yeah. Yeah. Always. Never, you never see somebody go, I think he's got a little Swede in the wood pile. <laughs> <laughs> never. <laughs> Never. It's always mixed race, and uh, there's millions of there's so many races out there. But it's always if it's if there's like Obama, you never heard he's Kansas. You know those people from Kansas. No. <laughs> and you know what's funny is that you're going to see more and more of a mixed society now because oh, yeah. it's just it's exploding. It's it's just your family. No. <laughs> a half of Oxnard are mixed race. Everybody, it's crazy though. It, it it's something. It's yeah, something. Yeah. But I, they're I, all considered black if they got just 1% of black. Exactly right. Well, if they have the look of, of that. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's a football player. I'm going to have him on my podcast. Uh, and he is, uh, um, he got in trouble for, you know, going at it. But but they didn't realize because he's blonde, he's black. Wow. So he was like nailed on like a me too, not a me too, a you know, Black Lives Matter, whatever it was. He was nailed on that. He's going, hey, I'm I'm black. What are you talking about? And it, yeah, his his father played in the NFL and he was full black. Wow. You know what I mean? So, but it's just it's all our perspective, and everybody has so many prejudices that go in it. I like to admit them, right? And I think that's where we are right now is we need to just it, you know you get it out there. In, in, and, and you talk about, like, I say, yeah, I, I was afraid of this guy coming the other day because of the way I was programmed. It doesn't make me a bad guy. It makes me truthful to say. You're sharing your truth, and that's how you felt. That's right. That was your perception, or right? We, or we go through a neighborhood, and you're like, well, going to lock the doors. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's funny. So my white, my, my white son-in-laws, this is, this is really funny. Yeah. Like, 
And I told my kids, y'all black, act like y'all get it. Lock the fucking door. Like, why are you guys keeping the doors unlocked because they don't lock the door in their neighborhood? That's stupid. Stop acting like you don't get it. You were born in California. One lives in Texas. One lives in uh, Chesapeake Beach, Beach, Maryland. And so they don't lock their doors in Maryland. I'm like, "Uh, I lock the door. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, they don't? No, I don't get that. Why do people not lock their doors? I don't get it. Because well, they ain't living in the sticks. They live people that just, you know. Are they in like, the, they're in the suburbs. Yeah. Yeah, suburban people don't. I don't want to say I don't lock my door because people are listening right now. But <laughs> okay. I don't like locking my door. But why? Like, you're already in. I guess that. I, I, I well, don't, the thing is, oh, you, you're talking about locking it. Like, when you leave the house. You leave the door open. Yeah. If there's people in there. <laughs> oh, okay. If there's people in there. I don't know. I have a whole. But there's people in the house. They don't lock the door. If they're coming they, at, if they're coming they're after leaving, you, go, you think this little lock that I could even jimmy open, <laughs> which I used to do when I was younger, committing crimes. You know, my husband's a locksmith. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I, if I was a kid, I'd want to know him. So that's the thing. Everybody wants to know how to, is it really two picks or is it one pick? That's all I wanted to know. <laughs> I was never that good. I just would smash something and get, it and get in. I remember when I moved out here. I was with this. Uh, I was hanging out with this girl who was um, the, the daughter of somebody famous at at the time. He's passed away. Do, do you know who Bert Convy is? I don't know. He was. It was like a talk show host. He was a singer and stuff like that. I knew who he was, and then I got to know her. And he left us tickets for the World Series on a counter, and it was locked. The house was locked, and I could see them on the counter. And I'm going. I'm going. And I go, do I have to admit to her right now? And I, I turn to her, I go, you know, Jennifer, I know you know I'm a nice guy, but I was a criminal. I'll go get those things. And I broke into the house and I got them. And it was the greatest World Series game in history, Kirk Gibson and home run. Thank God I knew how to, I had those skills of how to break into a house. Wow. So yeah. would you stop using those skills or are you still breaking into No, houses? I haven't done that in a long time. Now they break into mine. And I just go, every time it happens, I go, karma. Wow. Karma, that's that's the time you that you drove your car into a wishing well on someone's lawn. There was karma when they hit yeah, my I car or whatever. Yeah, I believe in that too. Yeah, and you know, it's unfortunate, but it's true. And I've got a bunch of karma out there, so if something happens to me, I just have to go, oh, there you go. Thank you again. Was you that know. that 14% black? I don't. That had nothing to do with it. I didn't know that I was. I wish I would have known. I would have felt more empowered on a basketball court. Was that prejudice? (laughs) (laughs) Only if you can dunk. (laughs) Oh, I can't. I don't have that gene. Oh, no. Yeah. See, these are the things. It's like there are commonalities, but you can't even talk about those. So you know my, what I mean? My, There's my, my like grandson the, is the dunking is, thing. That's you know he's he's mixed, right? So my grandson lives. Yeah, what's you know, he got? He's, he's black and Does he have any ups? He's 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 got footwork. He's got ups, and he's like he goes, I'm I'm coming to Vegas, and I want you to give it to. I, I want everybody. I'm breaking ankles. That's how good he is. Wow. He's breaking ankles, and his father is a white guy. He kind of looks like John B, but he can jump. He can dunk too. <laughs> I, whoever my Ghana ancestors are, I swear. <laughs> My great great granddaddy on that side, you know, on my black side, he had to be like a couch potato or something. <laughs> never got out. Never, never, never did any jumping. It pisses me off. I have no jump. I cannot jump over a pamphlet. Wow. So yeah, that movie was about you. It, yeah, yeah. It's bad. It's bad. But I have other things dance, sing. Aren't those traditional things oh, for our people? <laughs> yeah. But, and you do a great impersonations. Yeah. 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 I, oh, I can actually imitate black people. Yeah. Like Morgan Freeman. Can you? I'll do them from Shawshank Redemption. Okay. In 1966, I ended the frame, left Shawshank Prison, wearing nothing but a set of mother prison clothes and a rock hammer nearly worn down to the nub. 
Damn. That sounds like him, right? Yes. Yeah. That is awesome. I, I could do I do black impressions like Chris Chris Rock. <laughs> I could imitate him. This is but then he's you, got a very unique voice. You can imitate Chris Rock. Oh yeah. It's yeah. high pitched. It's, it's I used to do a bit in my act. <laughs> if they would boo or ooh me on a joke, I'd say, if a black guy told that joke, you wouldn't do that. So I would tell it worse as him telling it. <laughs> Somebody can suck my dick. <laughs> I would say that. Where they would groan it, you know, you can look at my penis. And suck my dick was okay because Chris Rock said it. I did this whole thing about that. But, yeah, it's it's so weird. You can't really, like, I do an impression of Magic Johnson. But I do it in a story about Magic. I was on his, I was his co-host. But people are like, ooh, like, really, like that? You can feel it or even hear it from people. Wow. Don't go there. Don't go because you're going to come across as racist. But it's not. I'm telling a story and I'm imitating somebody. Yeah. You know, or if you imitate somebody Asian, like I do my father-in-law, right? He's from Japan. And I call for him. He goes, oh, good shot. Good shot. I'm not imitating a guy to be mean. This is what he sounds like. I'm not going to go, good shot, Craig. That's what he doesn't sound like that. No, I get it. That's it. We're in a bad situation right now. But there needs to be a book written. You know what I'm saying? That's a great idea. There needs to be a book written on common sense on common values that we should try to strive for? Like, weren't you raised with, like, certain good values? Yeah. You raised your kids like that, right? Yes, I did. And, you know, I, I had a kid at 15, and a lot of people don't know that. They look at me and, like, your daughter's turning 40? I'm like, yeah, I know. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And um, I was so glad that both of them got married and had kids after they became, like, 21. And they had already figured out what they want to do. They both own their own homes. And it's just a great feeling to see that that cycle was broken because that is the history. Like, oh, you had a kid. Your mom had a kid at you know early age. You're going to have a kid at early. And that's what happens. But I was glad to see that 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 they have not carried on that tradition. Yeah. Well, you also have that thing. Uh, you got you're, you look young. The black don't crack. Yeah, thing. black don't crack. It yeah. Really don't. I, I wish I had more of that. You know, fourteen percent. That's not working for me. I've got. Yeah, I got people trying I've, to sell I've me got, so much uh, shit, Craig. Uh, you're white. Oh, you got wrinkles you in sight. <laughs> let me get you something for your wrinkles. And he wants some Botox. I'm like, I don't really think I need it. I don't, do you think I need Botox? I'm like, yeah, you know, the 11s. I'm like, where are the 11s at? They appear. Oh. I'm like, really? That's just for me getting irritated and not saying <laughs> shit. That's what 11s I never for. heard it called 11s. Yeah, this girl told me. I went to this um, I went to this Botox party. And uh, that she's like, well, you could get your 11s done. I'm like, what's the 11s? Oh. She goes, right here. I'm like, oh. I don't even know if I want any of that in me. <laughs> I know. You don't it's know, a little, you It's know? a little scary. Mm. I know people that do it. I, I do too. I mean, I, I just see. I just met with an age, uh, what do they call it? An age clinic. Does that I mean? Me? I met with somebody. It's like they, they do something. To keep you from aging? Well, like anti-aging, I guess you could call it. Yes. And I was thinking about doing it. Then she told me the price. <laughs> and well. I tra- I was trying to be cool in front of her. Did you ever have that happen with somebody? <laughs> like she says, uh, I said, I said, what, the, what would the whole thing cost? And this included like stem cell where they can grow your hair, you know, because I, I noticed like, Spitting. not like many people are looking at the top of my head. I'm 6'2". Not many people are looking there anyway. But, yeah, you know, I saw it on camera. I'm going, oh, that is not looking good. Look like a flesh yarmulke. So I'm going, what, what are you doing? She's oh, I can do that. I can do this. I go, hey, uh, what's that going to cost me? And I'm like ready to pull out the credit card. You know, she says, you're going to look like this. I'm like, okay, $35,000. And she goes, I'll lower it to 15. 
And mm-hmm. even that number, I'm, I, I tried to go, okay. Uh, and I had my credit card out. I go, I'm going to talk. To, I'm going to consult with my wife about this. That's when the wives, the spouses always come in handy when you get out of stuff. Oh, yeah. Well, right? you know, I don't even go through all that. So I'm thinning too, but I wear a wig and it works. This is a wig. This is a wig. Man, I had this wig. So I got this wig. My sister was like, hey, I got you a gift. And she came in there. I'm like, damn, I like your hair. And she had me a wig. And she goes, this is for you. I love this damn wig. People stop me every day. How long did it take? I said, two minutes. I just put it on. (laughs) How in the hell do I see? I see skin in the part. Because that's how they. How does that work? They made it brown. So it matched the skin kind of fleshy. They made the threads brown, or the th- the, uh, the scalp part of the the wig. It just it's it's sexy too. It's real sexy. Uh, not on me. I'm just saying <laughs> it's not going to be good on you, me. You know, I mean, like people. So that I should wear, get a wig. You can, and it's cheaper. I'm just saying, cheaper than fifteen thousand dollars. Damn right. I how mean, much I is that, how much is that wig? One hundred fifty dollars. Yes, on one hundred fifty thousand. No, no, right. and I've had it for. I'm thinking the about doing for like this. Like a year this and a half, two years. This I'm gonna have to go gradual, though. I have to get something like on the top, <laughs> yeah. Like you know, something you just—I don't know. How does it stay on? I don't even I know just, how it works. I just put it on. This is, this is okay. You put a wig cap on. We got to put the cap on. First. You put it well, or you don't. You put a little um, a velcro around, and you and it just stays in place. It's beautiful. I love it. Wow. I love it. I'd be in great fear. Uh, somebody's gonna snatch it off. Yeah, something like that. I grew up in Philly. That's what they would do. I I couldn't even have a hat. I had an Indiana Jones hat. <laughs> I thought it looked cool. It lasted like a week. It kept snagging it off my head. That's the way it is in Philly. But things are different now. Anyway, I have to wrap up. Okay. But you, I hope you had fun today. I had a great time. I, I bet you haven't done many podcasts being brand new in the business. I have not. I think I did. I did one. You think? I did one. I had to think about it. Like I did one podcast. Oh, I did it with. I'm um, not your virgin experience. I always like to be that for no, everybody. No, you know, I, and and uh, I'm glad you were broken in already. Yeah. Well, I, you know what? I gave him an opportunity to do comedy on uh, at uh, Levity. I I okay. had a show I produced, and he said, "You know what? You are going to be my first one of my first guests on my podcast." He's got I don't know 100 and something podcasts now. All right. Well, I'll look forward to you giving me an opportunity to work it. Well, I think I worked there already. Anyway, <laughs> hey, you're going to be at Canyon Club coming up. I'm very excited about oh that. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. I'm, I'm popping in. I'm going to pop in. So I'll be there hi. tomorrow night. I'm, That's I'm right. very well, excited. Everybody listen to this. You've already been there. Oh. When this is when this comes out, you've already been there oh. months ago. As a matter of fact, Dave Chappelle might, might be like a grandfather by the time this thing comes out because we stack them up. But anyway, Denise Carter, what, how do we find you on social media? You can find me under Comedian Denise Carter, Comedian Denise Carter. Oh, you have both? No, it's comedian. Comedian? Why'd you do the end of the thing? Because I, I, we talked about that earlier, just so you know I was listening. Okay. But on Twitter, on Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat. And in your photo here on your on your <laughs> card, is that a wig? It is. How many damn wigs do you have? You, you have know, a- I just have to keep it classy because you never know. My husband needs to know that every night he's sleeping with a different woman. I wear a different <laughs> wig. <laughs> You should put that in your ad. Or is it there already? It is. Oh, okay. Good, good. Denise, a real pleasure hanging with you. I hope you had a good time. And uh, hey, I hope you had a good time listening wherever you are. Please, you know, just pass the word around. This is a show that hopefully makes you think. Hopefully it inspires you and makes you laugh. 
gives you some joy, gives you something to think about. And that's what we're about. And I hope you spread that word around. You know, let's 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 take laughter seriously and and help one another to get the word out on how important it is that we do laugh and have some joy in our lives. And it really helps with everything we do. I read an article just today about how great it is for your heart. You know, people with heart problems, this is really good for it's like an aerobic exercise if you laugh enough. I mean, it really it should be included in everyone's everyone's program that they have. Whatever your fitness program is, include laughter. Pass the word about enlightened up. And say, hey, I got something for you to listen to on the treadmill or watch on TV, right? Yes. It's something that's good for you. It, what it's doing is your circulatory system is engaged as it never could be with anything else. It's even safer than aerobic exercise. I wouldn't know. I haven't done it in a while. But anyway, <laughs> I do laugh a lot, and I so enjoy And I enjoyed my time with Denise today. I hope you did as well. So give us a good rating. Uh, tell the world about us and, and all that. And just remember the one thing. Enlighten the fuck up, will you? <laughs> See you next time. <laughs> Thank you, Craig. <laughs>